Captain's Long, Starjohn.Silvers, I'm Comrade Britain. And I'm Pat Two. These are the voyages of the starship USS Jeff Tietrick, our ongoing mission. To explore new Star Trek episodes, to seek out old Trek, both cringe and based, and to boldly go to a Walter Koenig story. Soy Trek the podcast is here. One half vegan, one half queer. A hundred percent communist. Unless we have a less leftist guest. Patrick and Britain talking, joking, farting and The podcast is here, so listen to Soy Trick right in your ears. Welcome to the Bridgety Digity Digity Doo. I'm Captain Britain. No, Comrade Britain. Comrade. Sorry, I, I gave up my title. Excellent. So we could uh, all make our decisions together. Oh, excellent. I'm Comrade Britain. I'm Pat podcast is soy trek the star trek podcast where two trekkies ask themselves are we ever going to get spock three mm. i hope so maybe hope we get spock four <laughs> four skin that is good vatican three mm-hmm. so uh do you, uh, at the request of lots of people on the internet we are now beefing with the greatest generation uh mm. family of podcasts um we don't listen to it uh and we don't know what a podcast beef looks like so uh we are going off of as little information as possible and uh feuding i Mm. guess with them so apparently they're both married Mm. so uh lame yeah how how, how about this one hey hey guys looks like you're both married uh l m a o look at you with your monogamous long-term relationships what's it like to have someone that loves you (laughs) one one has to oh look at me i wake up to a loving partner every morning yeah (laughs) Yeah. look at how fortunate i am look how fortunate i am look someone in the eyes and be glad that i'm gonna grow old with them i can buy a home Uh, we have ads now as you may have noticed if you don't want ads well soldiers for as little as two dollars a month you can subscribe to our patreon at patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs and not only get ad free episodes but you get them in high quality stereo the moment i get done making them and half instead of having to wait for them to trickle out over the week like piss down your leg also if you're super cool and pay us five dollars give a mention of your little name on the podcast and say thank you to people like Dan Morrison and Dylan Lance, Ian Killia, Jonah Hearn, Jordan Hale, Shane Sawyer, Nick Savar, David Craning Sites, Adam Zendel, Cappies, and McLavish and Electric Baphomet, all of whom are cool as hell and deserve... And what do they deserve this week? A jar full of pubic hair. So if you're in a position to give them consensually, if they want a jar full of pubic hair, uh, you should give them a jar full of pubic hair. Yeah. So you can't get taken over by the rat. 
<laughs> like, got to cut off that pubic hair, and then you're rat free. You, you gotta, you gotta stop referencing the podcast we just recorded. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. We, we did, we did a thing on the previous podcast about having a ratatouille type penis. Yeah, a ratatouille that grabs your your pubic hair and controls your penis. Yeah. <laughs> Also, if you uh, subscribe with $10 a month, uh, you get full access to my Plex server, The Media Dungeon, which has 15,000 films and over 500 shows updated daily with new stuff just like all of Xena the Warrior Princess. What's up? I love Xena. All of Hercules the Legendary Journeys, Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. So you can watch it somewhere and not have to pay Kevin Sorbo anything. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Fuck Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, fuck Fucking him. motherfucker mm-hmm. had... Make a fake ass Star Trek called Andromeda. <laughs> do you have Andromeda on there? I do maybe. Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I never watched Andromeda. Yeah, me neither. Seems yeah. dumb. Uh, so, and uh, I also have all of Young Hercules, starring Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Did you know that existed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 50, 50 I, episodes of that. Bad oh, movie. that's the thing. Uh, if you if uh, you rate Picard season three higher than a five you have to rate, rate young sheldon mm-hmm. it's lower than a five you have to rate young hercules <laughs> I don't, that's this is a lose-lose for me i don't like this at all uh, no i did not agree to that at all that's a that's a big no absolutely not once again that's patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs that's dumb idiot bs which stands for bullshit but also stands for booty sinatra which is not a coincidence i'll see you there yeah yeah. So, uh, what we what what kind of what kind of bullshit did we get into this week, Mister Pat? Watched uh, the animated series episode seven, uh, the uh, Infinite Spocks, uh, the Infinite Vulcan, the Infinite Vulcan. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's let's dive into this bad boy. Why you gotta go and make Trek so animated? This way you're drawn out, TOS makes me frustrated. Well, at least they got Kirk and got Spock and got Bones and the rest of the cast, so at least there is that. Honestly, promise me Jim won't fuck the Cation. She's a cat. Fucking god damn it every time every damn time god damn it. I'm not even hitting it I it's I'm not doing the thing. I thought was wrong. Maybe this thing is faulty. Maybe I got a faulty board time to break it Yeah, time to send it to the dumpster forever Good old stove core in the dumpster. I wish I could be sent to the dumpster for forever. <laughs> I can do that for you. <laughs> Please. Uh, me. So, as you said, uh, we watched The Infinite Vulcan, which is the anim- uh, Star Trek The Animated Series, uh, episode 7 of season 1. This one was released on October 20th, 1973. Mm. 11 days before Halloween 1973. Mm. And you know what happened on that day? Probably a lot of trick or treating. Yeah, a lot of trick or treating. Yeah. yeah, Halloween yeah. activities. Some Mike Myers type shit going on. Yeah, a lot of people wearing like you know like. Uh, uh, no, Mike Myers was born. I mean, it was seventy three. I think that's <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that, that's amazing. Shut up. <laughs> don't don't do that. Um, so, uh, this one was directed by Hal Sutherland, who we know mm-hmm. directed every episode of season one of TAS. Um, but this one was written by none other than Walter 
Koenig, which yeah. I didn't realize up until this point, he just wasn't invited to be on the series at all. Yeah, he was and he's replaced. not on the series at all. He was replaced with Eric's. Yeah, right, which yeah. was done by James Doohan. But it's really interesting that uh, he was not invited to be on the series, but you know who was? Hmm. Majel Barrett yeah. as, as a nurse, not even on the bridge crew. Which no, she did do a lot of the female voices. She, she does, she does, yeah. which is cool, but it's still, like, interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, boss's wife. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is funny, like, they didn't invite, invite uh like, yeah, it's like, but they invited it. But I guess uh, at the same time when they were like greenlighting the thing, they're like, yeah, but uh, you're not going to be on here. But do you want to write a script? And Walter was like, yeah, um, I guess I'm writing a book right now. And I can make it into a script. And so yeah. that's this. I mean, that book was never released. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, there's a lot that's going on in this episode. Yeah, it's something. Uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So we open on the Enterprise flying through space as Jim Kirk gives us a captain's log. He says, Captain's log, stardate 5554.4. Enterprise has been ordered to a new planet recently discovered at the periphery of the galaxy. So we go down to the planet immediately and uh, landing party beams down consisting of Kirk, Spock, Bones and Sulu, pretty much the most important people on the ship. Yeah. Only two. All in one place to yep. a mysterious planet. Sounds like a good idea. Uh, <laughs> they, they find an apparently abandoned city that gives off confused life and power readings. So a little, little plant is following around Sulu, and uh, he explains it to Jim, who is pretty fascinated, and tells him that he's encouraged to make friends with the locals. <laughs> All right. Uh, Spock suddenly discovers that they are being scanned by some unknown source. So Kirk has them put up uh, their phasers to stun and has Sulu keep his post. Okay, that's probably wise, I guess. So as soon as the rest of the team walks away, Sulu picks up the little mobile plant and it pricks him. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the dumbest idea. Sulu, you're an idiot. Yeah, Don't do that. Yeah, like, hey, we're being scanned by an unknown forest. Hey, but there's this plant that's obviously alive and walking and around. And following me. So yeah. maybe I should touch it and you see what... touch it. Ow, it drew blood. Huh, well, that's an interesting thing. <laughs> so inside a building in the city, uh, Spock says that the probe scanning them is contained within the building behind a powerful force field. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he says it's an amalgam of devices used to protect the city. Suddenly, Bones is picking up a powerful life reading as Sulu calls out in pain. And this is a really funny sound effect. Yeah. I mean, the sound effects on this Foley art on this series is terrible. Yeah. Like, they keep reusing the same bad sounds for things, and it's always funny, though. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, and there's only, like, they only have, like, the rights to three songs for this, mm -hmm. for this program. There's, like, the... Uh, the thing, theme song. Yeah, which, the theme which song. We were talking it was about pretty slaps. sick. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the uh, Everyone's in Trouble song, which is like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And then the silly song at the end. At the end. Where, whoop, whoop, where they make, where they make, bah, 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 yeah, make a little joke at someone's expense. And then like. And then they make bah, a face. Bah. Yeah. They always make a face. And it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> we'll get there uh, eventually. I will say there is some interesting faces in the, in this episode, like when some when uh, Sulu and um, uh, 
bones are being distressed like they're making like very ugly faces took me by surprise like oh oh my god here and there there's good faces in the series like uh remember the lorelei incident where yeah. like everyone's old as fuck that was yeah, kind of funny was, that was really good yeah that wasn't good <laughs> that sucked dude but it is it is interesting like william shatner doesn't look anything like how he was depicted to be old because he actually looks very young like he yeah. just, he's very plump Mm-hmm. Like I'm not sure if it, he if he if he's just swollen and that's why he doesn't have any wrinkles for being 90 years old and like kind of wrinkle free. I mean, he's gotten a lot of work done. Oh, that could be it. Like a man who starts wearing wigs in his like <laughs> early 30s is going to get work done when it's available. You know, yeah, that's yeah. true. He's he's more man than machine now. Yeah, <laughs> more machine than man. I mean, he's always got the same expression on his face, which is like. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, so inside the building, the city, uh, uh, Sulu calls out in pain, whatever. Uh, The team rushes outside to find that Sulu has been poisoned and he's on the ground. (laughs) As Dr. McCoy tries to save Sulu, uh, without much hope, the alien inhabitants of the planet approach the landing party and Bones says he can't let the alien inject him with some, uh, (laughs) kind of dewdrop. But Kirk lets him, and it ends up saving Sulu's life. That'd been funny if he just it just skeletonizes him. <laughs> like all, all the skin, all the flesh, and and meat just, just like, melts right off. <laughs> yeah. like, That's not what you want. I don't know. We're plants. We don't understand your physiology. <laughs> yeah, you let a fucking plant inject some guy with things. Plant we, you just met. We thought the meat was attacking him. We needed <laughs> to get it off. Ah, look, his beautiful root system underneath. <laughs> Um, Sorry, we're also very dumb. We're plants. <laughs> we don't have a brain. What are you doing here? We're, I think this breaks your prime directive. Are you my mommy? Where am I? <laughs> uh, so Spock scans the creatures and finds they're of a botanical nature. The alien creatures who are intelligent plant-like beings that look like fat buds of cannabis welcome they the U.S. Do. Yeah, they've got like big, heady buds on their heads. I, I think Walter was smoking a little of uh, that, that yeah, good shit, you know. Oh, yeah. this seat, this oh a little of it? Oh, no. <laughs> he was smoking a lot. Of, he was smoking that AK-47, you know what I'm saying? He was. Yeah, he was getting, uh, it was making him Russian. <laughs> one of those, one of those Russians. Oh. Uh, yeah, I if know you know what I mean, Star Trek Four. <laughs> I was thinking also these aliens look a lot like, um, uh, like beans and um, an HP Lovecraft story. Like they're yeah. kind of like plant creatures that are like that have like are very symmetrical and like have no like actual like what seems to be front. Yeah, there. This was a little Lovecraftian. The bats too that it shows later, yeah, very yeah. Lovecrafty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um. So. Um. The uh, the buds of cannabis welcome the USS Enterprise crew to the planet of Phylos is what they call it. Um, so the Philosians uh, leader. The Phylos, though. The, yes, the Philos, <laughs> though. Yes, yes. Uh, Philos Foreman. Philos Would you Foreman. like some Spanakapita? <laughs> it's, it's, it's some of our leaves that we, that we cook down, mixed <laughs> with feta cheese, and then it's, turn into crispy triangles. It's our children. It's our children. <laughs> it's our, the aborted fetuses that did not make it. It's very delicious. <laughs> it's our delicacy. It's all it melts in your mouth, our children. <laughs> so... The uh, Philosian leader, who calls himself Agmar, tells Captain Kirk that they do not wish to reveal themselves at first because they are a peaceful race and have a fear of aliens. 
McCoy asks, how is it that you knew your antidote would work on a human? And Agmar answers, there have been humanoid aliens here before. So Kirk asks to see the rest of his crew. Uh, so Agmar and a few other Felosians take him to a great hall. Oh, sorry. He asks to see the rest of Agmar's people. Um, and there in the hall, uh, Agmar shows uh, many of his people who are like apparently dead lining the hall and it's, it's pretty grim yeah and it's it's an interesting like to see like you know they think of different ways other life forms would mm-hmm. would would uh take care of their dead yeah bury their dead that, that was interesting yeah they just put them up like you know statues their ancestors that can visit anytime mm-hmm. like 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 a uh, museum pieces that's well, that's fun it's more like a, a weed dispensary I think. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> this is this is our great hall. A guy walks up with a pad. Hey, how's it going? You see your IDs. Have you ever been here before? Do you want to sign up for a point system, man? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I think Cheryl can take you right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you are here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Daryl can take you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, uh, only up to one ounce of flour a day maximum. Right? <laughs> and we're having a really great deal on yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, so just, you know, just, but just take your time. Look around. You know, we're really yeah. chill here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, Agmar shows all the dead Felosians in lining the hall. Uh, he tells them that a visitor came and the poison that affected Sulu was accidentally brought to the planet by this human. It was like a plague and they had no idea what was happening. Uh, the plague brought sickness and death to them, but the humans subsequently worked to find a cure. But now they are a dying race, and there's only five of them left. Damn. And they're all sterile. Damn. Right? That's that's uh, that's not a good place to be, right? No. You think it's they're like, all they're, like they're like seedless watermelons, I guess. It'd be great if <laughs> it'd be great if they weren't sterile. They were just like the only five dudes left, and they just kept fucking and fucking. They're like, it's not working. We must be <laughs> sterile. <laughs> but like, there's like, but there, yeah, there's four dudes, and then like one woman, <laughs> and they just never fuck her. <laughs> she's like, um, no. They're like, no, she's not the breeding type. We're the breeders. <laughs> we're the breeders. Yeah. We got to keep trying, and eventually, a baby will come out <laughs> yeah i've i've tried to have babies with dudes before yeah it never worked no well i mean yeah i mean you know usually when they don't have a reproductive system of yeah and, yeah so yeah bummer i'll keep trying they'll keep breeding yeah, just yes indeeding a, i'll keep breeding just get a frost covered turd <laughs> <clears throat> the thing is um now you you want to douche out your ass to where you don't have a turd to get come on in the first place, all right? I mean, we could, I could go on about this about anal douching, but like you're not coming on poop when you're coming in a butthole. Hopefully, unless the person you're you're fucking in the in the ass is like never had anal sex before, doesn't know what they're doing. I want to I want to do that though. Now, especially now that I got it the day, you know. Mm-hmm. It's I'm part of the clean plate club. Every day is bidet. Every day is bidet. Oh, Every day is part of being the, in the clean plate club. It's oh, awesome. Yeah. You can yeah call yourself a <laughs> say you have a plant based asshole now. <laughs> yeah, is that right? Yeah. Is that how do you use the term? <laughs> I think so. Gluten okay. free. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot of gluten coming out of that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not food safe. <laughs> 
I think it's within 40 to 140 degrees. So there's, <laughs> there's lots of. It's uh, in the danger zone. It's in the danger zone. It's definitely in the danger zone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go up to the danger zone. No, thank you. <laughs> um. So anyway, um, the landing party is suddenly attacked by uh, bat creatures, but they've got like tentacle arms. Mm-hmm. And they use these fucking bats nonstop. In this yeah, episode. and and their their sound is terrible. It's like, yeah. ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and they, they they use the same sample over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And apparently the the bats too. They say they're they're plant based also. Yeah. So they're plant bats. Yeah, this is the vegan planet. Uh huh. You can eat everything. <laughs> I mean, at that point, is it vegan or is it unvegan? If the planets, if the plants are sentient, then it's not vegan to eat them, right? Because mm. it's not about just eating plants; it's about not eating sentient life. Damn. I right? guess it's not. I guess like you, uh, it's like it is. Yeah, it's no longer vegan. Mm-hmm. Damn. In the land of planets. <laughs> The one-eyed man is vegan. <laughs> that doesn't make no. any sense. No, <laughs> don't laugh at that. <laughs> I would like. Uh, I would like to go to a vegan restaurant where they serve like the screeching bats. Though that'd be nice. That eat. They look like they're they're purple, so they're probably eggplant flavored or something. <laughs> eggplant flavored. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like cut it open. You slice it, and they're all like they're all kind of like dense. You just make an eggplant parmesan with them. Oh yeah, and, and it's not weed that those things are. It's a uh, it's oregano. Oh. Oh, yeah. Right, right. And so you got, oh, this is just the Italian planet. <laughs> Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> they were doing Italian tentacles. Like they they, that's true. They do have the, they were putting their hands up like uh, a chef's a kiss. Also, do you notice this is the second episode in a row where we have like a, a, a creature that like last episode had that squ- shape changing squid. Mm-hmm. And these creatures pretty much look exactly the same, except they're they look like Not really they kind of have they're, they're tall. Arms. They're, they're tall. They have tentacles. Okay, that's two. Things. And and also they have similar body structure. But they're they're well. not actually tentacles in this, and I don't think they were tentacles in the other thing either. They're just like long, Dicks. long appendages. Mm. I don't know. They're they're pretty different. Pretty different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these guys were wearing had necklaces on. That's true. That so, that was yeah. They, uh, was they the actually change. explained that uh, those are their like communicators. Oh, and so that's how everyone can understand each other is because they have their own mm. communicators for some reason. Okay, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> or like universal translator type yeah. things. So, um, the landing party is attacked by the bat creatures, and when Sulu tries to shoot them with his phaser and fails, Agmar tells them that there is a weapon deactivator in effect, preventing their destructive machines from functioning which is pretty cool i like the idea of a weapon deactivator yeah same um, like you think like that they would be like hey can we have that technology that was actually coming handy like a lot of the time like yeah so much of the time <laughs> we could save ourselves so much goddamn trouble <laughs> so a uh, spock is quickly abducted by the creatures and ag- like the the bat creatures and they just fly him away and it's actually very funny to watch yeah and Agmar apologizes, claiming that there was no other way to do that. He explains that Spock has been chosen to serve a greater cause, saying, The master has searched many years to find a specimen like Spock, and now all the worlds of the galaxy will share in the beauty of peace and harmony. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> whoa, dude, you are on some crazy shit. Uh, Kirk then, like, runs really fast. It shows the, like, the... 
animation of him running real fast. Mm -hmm. And he grabs Agmar and angrily demands to be taken to Spock. And the Felosians just start chanting together, Praise the master! Praise the master! <laughs> and a giant dude is just revealed out of nowhere. They didn't hear him coming in or anything. Yeah, you think like someone that large would make a lot of noise. You think so, but like this guy who is like twenty feet tall just mm -hmm. appears. Also, isn't he wearing like a like a Roman style skirt? He is, which is weird because his name is definitely Greek. Yeah, um, <laughs> and also like. You think he's wearing underwear? Like he's he's standing over people. <laughs> he's standing over people that are that are not even up to his knees. It's just raining ball sweat down on him. They're just looking up and just seeing, getting an eyeful of nothing but dick and balls. Yeah, he's like, well, it was small when I was a small man, but now that I'm a big man, it's too big for anybody. <laughs> I'm so alone. <laughs> How do you like that? I've got a 14 foot long penis. <laughs> I have to go dig a hole in the dirt and fuck that. Does that sound pleasant? Does that sound cool to you? Does that sound awesome? No, it sucks. Why did I do this to myself? I tried to fuck a volcano and burn the head of my dick off. I live in pain. It cauterized my dick hole. Now nothing comes out. I got peace spurting out my ass. Now I cry my urine. <laughs> Don't you know my pain? <laughs> so uh, the giant speaks, and he says his name is Dr. Stavros <laughs> Halkios. Five. Yeah. Right. No, he says his name is Stavros Caniclius. Caniclius five. And he says five, like the Jackson five. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is interesting because like, we know that there's been one Italian for sure. And Star Trek, and now this is the first and only Greek. But he's not like he's not a Greek Greek though. He's not like um, hairy and confused like Greek people are. No, yeah, you actually. Oh, that I guess that. Yeah, you think like, um, like if he is like evolving himself to mm -hmm. be a better person. Do you, do you think like as a Greek person, like he would he would choose to be hairless like he is now, have zero body hair, or would he choose mm. to have even more body hair? That's true to overcome his Greekness. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I, it, I didn't it, think about it that way. Yeah, because like this, he's the this is like the product of several generations of mm -hmm. evolution. So he uh, he absolutely removed all of his back and shoulder hair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and presumably downstairs as well. I mean, this is like proper eugenics, right? Yeah. This is like what we should be doing with, <laughs> with the Greeks specifically, <laughs> just bre breeding out their back uh, hair. So eugenics bad until it's something that you like, which is hairless body, no body <laughs> hair. You're like, oh, oh, oh hold up. Maybe we, let, let's let him talk. Let's, yeah, whoa, what's, he, what's he cooking? What's he cooking? It's like, we must kill them all. Whoa, that's not cool. <laughs> the people with too much body hair. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm loosening. Uh, <laughs> my ears are open. Uh, my hairless ears are <laughs> yeah. open. Thank you very much. Um, so, uh, Caniclius claims that Spock's essence belongs to him because he wishes to clone Spock to create a galactic peacemaker. Caniclius gives back Kirk's communicator and demands that Kirk return to a ship, but Kirk refuses to go without his first officer. 
Coniclius tells him to leave or suffer the consequences and calls in a bunch of the tentacle bats again. Uh, reluctantly, Kirk has himself and the landing party beamed up. It's kind of funny and stupid. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get another captain's log now. <clears throat> captain's log, stardate 5554.8. We have come upon one of the most fascinating discoveries we have ever seen. A Greek man without hair. <laughs> he was totally hairless, even his balls. <laughs> and we could, uh, that's all we could see. That's all we could see. We're, we're only assuming his torso, uh, his torso, back, and shoulders were hairless. Uh, Didn't really look, not going to lie. Because we tried to look, but all we could see is his giant hairless balls. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the future, baby. Um. So he continues, however, they have captured Mr. Spock, apparently under the orders of a human called Caniculus. Lieutenant Uhura is trying to locate any reference to such a man in order to unravel the mystery of this giant man. Mm -hmm. So on the bridge of the Enterprise, uh, Kirk asks about uh, the scanning status, and Sulu says he can't get a reading for Spock or Caniculus, and says they must be hidden from scanners somewhere deep within the planet. Kirk has Sulu use a wide phaser on a building and it has no effect. Their weapons are apparently useless. And Kirk surmises that they have to go back down to the planet and save Spock themselves. Uh, Kirk calls down to Scotty and uh, asks how the special equipment is coming along. He's talking about his penis. Mm -hmm. And Scotty says, uh, small, but all right. Good, good enough for a hurrah and a hurrah is like damn right it is Hells yeah um but he says uh special equipment's almost done mm -hmm. kirk asks how bones thing is coming along and uh bones says he's whipping up a batch of grandpappy's recipe unvaccinated <laughs> yeah. uh, just, I, I, I jerked off yesterday but i think my balls are pretty full jim he just pans over and he's just like cranking it super yeah, hard. He's like, I've been edging for a while, so these swimmers <laughs> gotta be ready to bust. You know what I'm saying, Jim? Um, so Ahura finds a story about a modern giant genesis wandering the galaxy looking for someone special, a perfect specimen, which he finds Spock to be. Uh, Stavros Coniclius, uh, it says, originally lived during the eugenics wars, but left Earth after losing a bitter disagreement with Earth authorities over uh, the need, or lack thereof, for a genetically superior master race to keep the peace in the galaxy. It's like what? the only way to fight eugenics is with eugenics. <laughs> yeah, this dude is off his shit. Yeah. Like, his ethics are fucked up. It's like, well, yeah, I really don't like this here eugenics war. What we need is eugenics cops. Yeah, what we need... <laughs> I mean, it was hard enough defeating, like, the, the big, strong, incredibly smart men. What if we made them giant yeah. and they kept the peace? <laughs> what if we made them giant and also hairless? <laughs> <laughs> What, what if we made it so, uh, you know, they never ran out of cum? <laughs> I just want to milk this big old Spock. <laughs> I uh, saw I saw a clip from some, like, I guess, like podcast or some some Twitch thing. I don't know what it was, but it was mm -hmm. like uh, a woman saying she's like, I make my man come uh, seven times a day before he, <sighs> right when he wakes up, before he leaves for work, and she's like going on. I was just like seven times. Ow. 
a day. I get bored. It's just I know. like I would. I would just be completely desensitized. I mean, well, he, I, I, I mean <laughs> if he's I, he's probably just a dude who like busts real fast. Yeah, which is I mean good for him, I guess, and good for his wife to be okay with that. <sighs> but I don't know. I like to like have sex be like fun and pleasurable for both parties and stuff. Not a not a joyless chore. Yeah, not not like uh, well. <laughs> Well, we had breakfast. Should we get to it? And like, come on. But I also think, like, obviously, I think, I think she's like bullshitting. Because oh yeah. It's like, it's like no, that like that would be physically uncomfortable for everyone involved. Like, yeah. And it's like I feel it's like, dude. After I come like for the third or fourth time in a day, masturbating, which is easier to come masturbating than yeah. with a partner usually. Like, my my dick is like, no, nah, we're we're good. Yeah. At that point, you're gambling with what will come out. It's either going to be nothing, mm-hmm. blood. Or a effervescent burst of cum flavored uh, air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At some point, yeah. Just like an effervescent, like just like burst of steam. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it goes. I mean, the, the 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 first time you come for a fifth time in a day, yeah, your your soul comes out. <laughs> And then the first time you come for a seventh time in a day, your will to live just floats out of your body in that load. Yeah, that's so. why you got to quickly inhale it to put it back in your body. <laughs> yeah, or snort it. You know, yeah, whatever. snort it. Yeah, do something to make sure that your soul and your will to live don't go anywhere. Yeah, it just doesn't go and put, put it in the fridge. You know, use it uh, use it as a roof or like a yeah. stew or something. Mm-hmm. Get a stew going with that. Yeah, make sure there's no cats or other animals nearby because they could lap up the uh, the soul steam. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yeah. I like this one. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, <clears throat> so Kirk realizes that the original Dr. Caniculus is dead, but also that he has left behind a clone of himself by the name of Caniculus 5 to take his place, and that this clone has, through the original Caniculus's scientific specialties, eugenics and manipulative endocrinology, has deliberately grown to giantism over, to date, four consecutive generations after the original Caniculus's death as a normal-sized human being. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so he's just been, like, growing new versions of himself for generations now? Mm-hmm. And, like, he's been doing this basically alone or just, like, hanging out with four plant, five plant guys? I would... I would I don't, I, I don't know. I lose the will to live. I'd be like, Father, why did you create me? And I would uncreate myself instead of making a new one. And that's why there's only like five of those guys left because he's just been cutting up the other these other ones and putting smoking them, in, them. Put him into a Greek salad. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he just chops them up and puts them with olives and tomatoes and feta cheese. He's just like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's not a real... Uh, Greek salad without the body hair. (laughs) He's like, there's something missing. (laughs) No. It's got got like the Twilight Zone where the guy's like, ah, I have all the time to read and breaks his glasses. Like now he's like, I got all the time to eat nothing but Greek salad. (laughs) All the Greek salad in the world. Wait, I bred out my body hair. No. (laughs) Yeah. There's no hair on my knuckles to get into the salad. (laughs) (laughs) Knuckle hair is the pepper of Greek food. (laughs) You ever see pepper? No, that's knuckle hair. (laughs) Uh, Salt and pepper hair, you say. The most spicy hair. (laughs) I like how they're just Italians. Greeks Greeks are basically just like... uh, 
Yeah, poor Italians, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like Italians who are like more concerned with like philosophy and anal sex. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say it, <laughs> but pederasty. Yeah. Um, uh, making music like the Jesse and the Rippers. Yep. <laughs> famous Greek, F- famous, famous Greek, Greek band, famous Greek band, Jesse, Jesse and the, and the Rippers, Rippers. <laughs> from famous Greek show, Full House. I mean, it's kind of interesting that those girls are all half Greek, but they're all like blonde and blue eyed. That's not weird. Yeah. Wait, is Bob Saget supposed to be half Greek on that? His wife is. His wife is Greek. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, Uncle Jesse. Okay. That yeah, and, and all of all of the uh, all of the Greeks, like whenever they have a Greek episode, they all have like very dark black hair. That's true. And Jesse has black hair. Maybe, maybe their mom isn't their mom. <laughs> Get <laughs> yeah. that? Because yeah, their dad, like like uh, I think he's Jewish. Yeah, he is. Like Bob he, Saget. Yeah, yeah, Bob Saget's Bob Saget has brown hair. Uh-huh. The mother, presumably black hair. Hmm. Three blonde, blue-eyed children. So what you're saying is um Mrs. Tanner is definitely fucking a blonde dude. Yeah, I mean still like blonde blondness is re, is a regressive gene, so yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's very lucky. Very. Or not L- lucky. You're saying it's, <laughs> you're saying oh oh yeah, Caniculus is the <laughs> eugenicist now, huh? <laughs> I see how it is, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're this this is a, this is a communist podcast, yeah, all right? We're uh, not yeah. we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, as in, like, it's against the odds for all three. Oh, okay. Yeah, lucky. <laughs> so, um, uh. All right, so Sulu says that he hopes Scotty's equipment works. Talking about Scotty's penis. And Scotty also hopes so, too, saying it's a strange way to handle aliens, having sex with them. Um, So uh, Kirk beams down and orders Scotty to take the ship out of orbit, hoping that the Philosians will think that they have left, just like we're going to leave right now for exactly a minute and 30 seconds for a word from our spirit. And we're back oh, yeah. on the surface of the planet. Sulu says they don't seem to think they know they're there. Suddenly, some tentacle bats fly overhead, which scares the shit out of bones. <laughs> but Sulu says they're almost mindless. An attack is a reflex action. Remember, they're plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, pretty cool. Plant bats, terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're good eating. <laughs> That's why it's like all the, all of these components together. Like Walter Cody was putting his full pussy into this episode, this uh, this story. Like, mm-hmm. like we got fucking got plant people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got plant bats. Yep. We got fucking giant Greeks. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like going off the walls with this shit. He really is, and like <laughs> it's surprising he didn't really write much more. Like he wrote yeah. a couple other series here and there, but. Uh, not a ton. I think, you know, I, I think they probably saw this this episode and they're like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, what? Yeah, may, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, so when can I submit next script, please? <laughs> and they're like, 
Oh yeah, just uh, put it right there. Uh, you mean that fireplace? How will, you, how, how will you read it? It's it's roaring with fire. <laughs> oh yeah, if, if you have a script, just submit into that. And yeah, actually, then the smoke the s- becomes something we can uh, we can inhale, and then we know we we read the script that way. Yeah, the, the spirits tell us. The spirits tell us. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> just keeps throwing them in there, and <laughs> yeah. They they they, uh, they file them in the paper shredder. Yeah, file them in the paper shredder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I and like I know exactly where to take this, and then just and like like a little little uh, intern like quickly runs with it and <laughs> throws it out of a window into a garbage pile. <laughs> so they um they find another hall, and it's a giant hangar filled with rocket ships, uh, suggesting a planned mass migration of some sort. <coughs> Excuse me. Gosh, my throat. <coughs> or perhaps an invasion. So Sulu says they are a peaceful people, and Bones and Kirk wonder if they've always been peaceful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. <coughs> so Bones surmises the disease Caniculus brought prevented the mass mi- <coughs> migration from happening. Gosh, one sec. I'm going to pause. My throat's <coughs> fucked up. So now uh, Kirk finds Agmar and puts him in a headlock and then a full Nelson, which was just like, what? Yeah, you have no idea what their physiology is. He's literally a plant. He doesn't have like (laughs) arms and bones and stuff like that. Like his arms are all like flapping about like they're basically tentacles. Yeah. I I don't understand how Kirk can just like use fucking conventional judo and fucking capture this guy. Yeah, if anything... If anything, uh, the plant guy has an advantage. Like, he mm-hmm. seems to have no actual front. Mm-hmm. Like he and he seems to he has limbs that go in every direction. So he can he so he can he can just like wrap his arms around around him around uh, Kirk and possibly suplex him, do something. Yeah, let me let me let me, let me put this out to you. Yeah, um, I just totally spaced while you were talking about that. <laughs> How do you think Agmar and his people, how do you think they'd be planting seeds? You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's, the, what's the reproduction look like? Or, I wonder or, if like or, uh, or a better question, what do you think it smells like? <laughs> I wonder if they are like like dandelions and they, their head just like poofs out. Just poof, and then like all the seeds. Just just have like a big cum at the end of the summer. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing they just reproduce asexually. Yeah. And then just like. Yeah, they just have a giant bukkake party where they just, like, spread their seeds on each other and everything else. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, we should do that as humans. I, I mean, I, if you go to the bathhouse, yeah. steam, Steamworks. <laughs> I just want to I just want to see these guys again, see how they're doing. Like, they can be they can be introduced. Like, Lower Decks, good, good. Uh, well, they kind of uh, hint to, to this episode on Lower Decks. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Spock yeah, they have Spock, Spock too. Yeah, they have Spock too. yeah. But, or uh, a skeleton. Yeah, a skeleton, yeah. But we don't see the plant people. True. And so we don't get to see, like... Uh, the Philogians? Fel- was it Philogians? Uh, the Philopians. Philopians. The Philopians. Philo- <laughs> <laughs> the Philopians. The, Philo- the Philosians. Yes. Because they're from the Philodo planet. Oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. We love that. Yeah. Because they're Greek. They're Greek. No, that makes so oh much sense. Oh, my God! How did we miss that? Oh! <laughs> Made a Spanish pita reference right in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. You should be a uh, Spanakapita. Spanakapita. You should be 
Spanktopedia for that. Spanktopedia. I mean, I'm sure that is like a real Wikipedia. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> that is where you speak it. Yeah, like you could find like all the history of all the porn and find all the. I, I have a spanking porn magazine in my oh, desk right there. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, someone sent it to me. It's not mine or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it belongs to me. Yes. I didn't tell it someone your to possession. send it to me, though. Yeah. But I haven't thrown it away. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't. You've tried many times, but it always returns. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's like the cat that came back. <laughs> yeah, the cat that came back, yeah. Um, so... Um, Kirk finds Agmar, puts him in a headlock, and then a full Nelson. Uh, Kirk tries to convince him that they need Spock back. Agmar refuses, saying that Spock is needed to help the mission of their kind, and offers to show Kirk that he is in good hands. <laughs> but not even hands, like weird plant tentacle things, yeah. kind of. So in a secret underground lab uh, that Sulu says has walls 600 times denser than lead, uh, the away team and Agmar travel on a platform. Suddenly, the lights turn out and the tentacle bats come back. <laughs> Doing the screaming. <laughs> uh, it's really annoying. Uh, they, they run to find some light and they use like a full minute and a half of time doing this. It's really... Uh, time waster mm. but it is funny yeah it's like it shows the same like animation of like three <laughs> figures running in the dark and then it shows the bats and then the three figures <laughs> running in the dark and the bats and it keeps on doing this over and over yeah, there's a lot of like time filler which is also funny to me because this is like uh a novel that walter Conning was like writing mm -hmm. and so it was just like sort of like Walter, how long was this book going to be? Ah, uh, you know, like a typical book link, three pages. <laughs> <laughs> well, Walter, that's... Are you thinking of a pamphlet? <laughs> yeah. Do you have, have you read a book, Walter? <laughs> read? <laughs> and, like, and like the three pages are just drawings of plant people and a giant Greek man. <laughs> it's just like, you know, something like this. <laughs> the, 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 the Greek man, he has no uh, hair on his penis anymore, you know? <laughs> it is truly the future. What a beautiful future we have. <laughs> the, Greek, the, the swarthy Greek is no longer hairy. <laughs> See, see, see this benefit we have with the, with the eugenics. <laughs> you see, yeah, the eugenics are good. I don't know why he's Italian now. <laughs> it's because it's, it's one of the three accents I can do. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, every time I try to do Russian, it, it's like German that becomes Italian. Yeah. So I'm like, might as well just start <laughs> this, with Italian. This, this, this <laughs> straight to Italian. <laughs> um... Uh, your girlfriend hates that, by the way. That neither of us can do a Russian accent at all. <laughs> Apparently not. She, yeah. she, she's got a, a degree in Russian studies or some shit. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe we're actually really good at it. Mm. We're just doing this to piss you off. <laughs> yeah. I know you're listening you'll, to this. You'll never see the Russian accent. <laughs> you'll never hear it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jocko Dice, Hamaglavish. You know, I think Russians do kind of sound like Java the Hutt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That did kind of sound Russian to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they get to the lab and they find Spock on the edge of death. 
and the edge of coming. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's edging both he's be, things. He's being edged. Yeah. yeah, he's being edged to death. Would you die first or come? <laughs> Who knows, Mister Vulcan? Like all, all of the tentacle creatures have their dicks, uh, their tentacles wrapped around his dick, and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> the giant man's just like watching, <laughs> jerking off. <laughs> he's putting, like when he's about to come. They, one of the little plant tickles go inside the dick and like boop. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like put a cork in it. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> do you think? Do you think he ever like eats those things? plant people oh yeah yeah because he turns into greek salad yeah like what what else is he supposed to eat on a planet where all of all <laughs> everything's of, sentient yeah all the planet the plants are alive yeah and there's no there doesn't seem to be any uh animals of any kind except plants yeah that's fucked up man yeah <laughs> just watching him just so eat. it's impossible to like eat without exploitation on that planet basically <laughs> he's just eating like this little like uh those little fuzzy yep. purple things like throwing them all into his mouth <laughs> just makes a <laughs> greek salad out of him. <laughs> where is he getting this feta cheese from <laughs> it's my dick cheese it's my dick <laughs> that's the secret of all greek people <laughs> why do you think feta cheese tastes that way <laughs> You think that's normal? You think that's fucking normal? It's the same with Italians and olive oil. What you think that shit is? Think about it. You think, look how much olive oil there is. Look how small an olive is. Look at how sweaty Italians are. Put it together. Can you, can you just imagine how many olives you have to press for that much olive oil? It's impossible. We have so much olive oil. Yeah. Yeah, right? And like, Italians are sweaty. Yeah. Right? They sweat olive oil. That's what, that's the, I mean, I, I was going to put a couple steps in between, yeah. but yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, Greek people have uh, feta dick cheese. Yep. And Italians have olive oil that comes out of their pores. Yes. Just gushing out. Yeah. Because, like, seriously, I want to see the olive oil process. Like, I, that always bothers me. Well, you've, you've seen Olives a, are so small. You've seen an Italian man work out at that's your gym, true. That's right? true. I mean, you have 8% olive oil that comes out of you. <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah. I try to bottle what I can, but it's not enough. It's like, you know, it's it's, it, 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 it's very diluted. Like, it wouldn't. It, it, I'm nowhere near extra virgins. Uh, no, no. You are a dirty <laughs> slut. Yeah, dirty olive slut. Olive oil. oil. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even good to cook with. I'm just like, I just, I just it's like, it's like gut, gutter oil that they talk about them cooking <laughs> with in China. Yeah. Um, so uh, they get to a lab and they find Spock on the edge of death and the edge of coming. And Caniculus proudly unveils his perfect being, who he calls Spock 2. <laughs> Which and I, I, and I like is that so creative. I like, and I like that he presumably has like expert tailors. Mm -hmm. like something as he is he sewing the, the outfit for that's a good point because he's wearing just a much larger version of spock's outfit which is awesome yeah he's just like not only did i clone him i cloned his clothes as well i, I mean i guess he could be he probably has a material replicator around oh, that yeah, planet yeah, then which makes sense and i guess okay that's how he can eat with yeah. that yeah okay okay but it's weird that he just didn't like dress spock as himself 
like as as the Greek man, like his own outfit, like instead he had to like recreate Spock's clothing. Perfectly. Oh, well, that's the thing. He's like, you Vulcans still have body hair. Ha, 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 <laughs> Maybe in a few ha, more ha, generations. Ha. That is true. You wouldn't think that they would, but then like in Strange New Worlds, we see shirtless Spock, and he is just like, he's a pretty hairy dude. Was he in Strange New World? I think he was. No, no, he's, I think he's pretty hairless. Mm. I think the only Spock with, like, a significant amount of hair was uh, Leonard Nimoy, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I think the other ones are kind of twonky. He did seem pretty twonked in that. Pretty twonked out, bro. Mm-hmm. Pretty twonked out, dog. So, <clears throat> um, so we got Spock 2 now, which is just a giant version of Spock with presumably an equally giant penis. <laughs> so the tentacle bats once again attack, uh, but the crew hits them with some chemical warfare, and they kill the bats. They have these chemical guns, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Bones calls it great-granddaddy's weed spray. <laughs> so because the bats are plants, this kills the bats, I guess, which is like... Uh, oh, no, wait. Great Granddaddy's weed spray. So it got the bats really stoned because yeah. it's cannabis. Oh. I get it. Okay. Yeah. It's weed a, it, spray. It's just like li- liquid liquid THC that he's Yeah, it's on. like hypospray, but it's like all, pure THC. <laughs> yeah. God, that rocks. Fucking, be- yeah, Bones knows what's up. He's like, it'll just take a big old nap there. They'll wake up. They'll be like, whoa, dude, what the fuck, <laughs> he man? He in his own mouth and squirt does a full blast. <laughs> it comes out of his nose. He's like, oh, yeah, that's the stuff. God damn. Damn it, this new weed's incredible. <laughs> Fuck. So, um, Bones goes over to Spock, and Spock is all fucked up and may not live. <coughs> and it seems as though his mind is gone. But Caniculus reveals that it's not gone, it's been transferred from mm-hmm. Spock 1 to Spock 2. Uh oh. So Kirk excoriates Caniculus for bragging about how he creates life with his clones, but he has to murder in order to do it. Kirk picks up Spock baby style. <laughs> and he's like, we're, we're going home. Mm-hmm. And it's really cute. I've actually used that, uh, that image for a meme mm-hmm. saying like Spock is baby. Yeah. It's really adorable. <laughs> Spock baby now. So um, Spock too is in their way. And Kirk says, Literally, he says, out of my way, mister, which is super funny. Uh, Out of my way, mister. (laughs) But the giant clone is confused and unresponsive at this point. So now we go back up to the Enterprise, and Scotty's got the con. Uh, He's concerned as they cannot contact Kirk because they flew away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Scotty orders all power except environmental systems diverted to comms. Uhura says he's risking a total dilithium drain on their ship. Scotty says, I know, but I must speak to the captain. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I just, I love James Doohan. James Doohan, I, I feel, is like the only good voice actor really on this yeah. program. I think Majel Barrett and maybe um, uh, Michelle Nichols aren't bad, but mm-hmm. like the rest of the cast just isn't good at doing anything but sounding exactly like themselves. Yeah. And poorly. <laughs> um, so, uh, on the planet, Spock 2, Giant Spock's mind, is still sorting itself out from all the information has just been given as Kirk goads him to do the right thing. 
Kirk realizes that the only way to save Spock is to uh, recite aspects of Vulcan philosophy on life and death and like try to jog his memory in some way, uh, such as the concept of IDIC, mm. infinite diversity, infinite combinations, mm. or inside my dick, <laughs> inside my cock. <laughs> Um, Uhura finally gets through to Kirk and tells him that they got more info on Caniculus, who apparently wrote a bunch of essays about how his master race would be used as a peacekeeping force throughout the galaxy. Uh, Kirk tells the clone that the Federation is already peaceful, Caniculus, that is, uh, which happened through, or actually, no, sorry, he's telling uh, Giant Spock now. Uh, which happened through their own efforts, but he does not believe them, and he thinks he needs giant Spocks to prevent things like eugenic wars and galactic wars and the depredation of the Romulans, the Klingons, and the Knitsi, which I did not remember who the Knitsi were. Mm. Do you? <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're dying over here, everybody. Yeah. Both of us are... allergy season. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So uh, the Kanitsi were basically the Cations. They're a, another cat alien mm. that we only see like once, I think. And I think we only see them in TAS, which is weird. <laughs> so they're referencing like an alien species we haven't seen yet that is only introduced on this program later in the series. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So Bones now asks Agmar, the plant man leader, uh, why he thinks Caniculus's plan is good. And Agmar admits the ships they saw were to be used also for galactic peacekeeping. Mm. So they had the exact same mission, and Caniculus came, and everyone died. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I still want to do the same thing as you. And they're like, fine, let's do your plan since we're all dead. Wait now. a minute. Who was supposed to fly those ships? They made they're too like they made the people too large. Well, no, 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 no. The, so, so these ships were originally for the Phoenicians mm. or uh, whatever the the, the the Fallopians. Yeah, the Fallopian tubes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah or the the Fallopian dose. Phyllodose. Yeah, there you go. Uh, um, so, yeah, the Phyllodose. Um, they were originally going to be the peacekeeping force in the galaxy. Mm -hmm. But then uh, this guy came, fucking uh, Greek man. Uh, <laughs> God, I cannot remember his name. Caniculus, sorry. Um, so he came to the planet and uh, accidentally killed all of them with, with the, the plague with that he the, brought. With the pubic lice that lived in his hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and so I think, I don't know if because of that or before that when he came to the planet, he just decided to take the mission of taking peacekeepers and putting them throughout the galaxy. Mm. So like they were different missions and like, I don't know how he plans to get these giant people off of his planet, but I don't know, man. Then why were they even cleaning the spaceships? Um, <laughs> I mean, you can probably fit one giant dude in each of those spaceships. Right? I don't really seen the size of, 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 uh, of Spock too. And the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he could he could curl up in there. They could put him in stasis, <laughs> and then he could just like land on a planet somewhere to quote unquote keep peace. 
But he's just cramped. He can't actually navigate or anything. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the way they put him in stasis, and and they send him towards a planet, but like the trajectory is off, and he just goes right into the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, <that'd> <laughs> he's cool. like trying. He's trying to hit the one button, to make it stop. <laughs> he can't reach. It. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> so he just has to get really hard so his penis can reach it. <laughs> yeah, he's like. Ugh. <laughs> if I place all of my blood right into my dick, that would actually be a, a pretty good, pretty good like story. Like mm. a guy is <laughs> stuck alone in a starship, mm. and in order to get himself out, the only thing he can use is his penis, mm. and so he has to get a certain amount of hard to like <laughs> press a button with his penis. Yeah, he has to match match uh, weight. So then, like, he has to like do something where he has to like kind of like control his body enough to pump just enough blood into it to yeah. make it the right weight to trigger to uh, trigger an alarm or something. And so he has to think about just the right combination <laughs> of things. <laughs> baseball, baseball. And then <laughs> yeah, it's like second time having sex, second time having sex, <laughs> baseball, baseball, second time, baseball. Oh, I did it. <laughs> yeah. Vacations. Uh, <laughs> no! <laughs> it triggers the alarm. Yeah. Vacations <laughs> yeah. make me come too. I, I'm, I'm sad that they introduced the Cation in the last episode. Yeah. And then again, she's gone. Like, I don't... Because I don't think she's in the second season at all. I'm wondering how much of the Cation is actually in here. God damn it. How dare they tease us like this? I know, right? I am... I'm dissatisfied with their decision to not put the cat girl in here more. Motherfuckers. Well, fuck their mothers. How about that? Yeah. Fuck your mother. How about that? Eh, how about that? (laughs) So, uh, Kirk asked Giant Spock about Vulcan philosophy, and if an army of Spocks could impose peace on the galaxy uh, without denying the concept of IDIC, and Giant Spock says he doesn't believe so. And so Kirk begs Caniculus to uh, reverse the machine and stop killing Spock. When suddenly, Agmar, Mr. Plantman, says their dream must not be allowed to die. And uh, he fucking, like, uh, lunges at Sulu, but Sulu does a cool-ass karate (laughs) throw and throws him off. Uh, And then Caniculus smashes the the machine that that Spock is in. So, um... So uh, then Caniculus says that uh, he would never allow Spock to to impose his will on other beings. But how is he supposed to keep peace? I don't understand what that means. <laughs> yeah. What, that, like, what, do you think is, what do you think you're going to do to impose peace? You're going uh-huh. to have to <laughs> impose your will on people. Uh-huh. So uh, Spock 2 uh, then decides to save the original Spock, Spock 1, uh, by using a Vulcan mind meld, which Sulu, for some reason, calls a Vulcan mind touch. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, Spock wakes up and backhandedly compliments Kirk, so he knows it's really him. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, He's so catty. Yeah, he is. And uh, he says, oh, Spock, you old. And then it just stops. Because <laughs> uh, he goes, eee! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's Bones. Talking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so Spock 2 says he need not worry about an army of giant Spocks. Uh, Spock says the two giant scientists should stay on the planet and try to rebirth the Philosian peoples. Uh, and so they, 
they decide, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. We're going to stay here is two definitely straight <laughs> giant hairless men. Uh, so Spock too, what if I showed you some uh, ancient Greek traditions? Catch my <laughs> you might be a little old to learn them, but we can play pretend. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, you seem to be playing 21st century band, Jesse and the Rippers. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Just, that's not a good callback. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Spock 2 says they don't need to worry about giant, uh, Spocks, and, uh, Spock convinces him and, uh, Greek guy to remain on the planet, um, and find a way to revitalize the dying Philosian civilization, which is a pretty cool conclusion. I actually really like the conclusion yeah, of this. Yeah, that's very, yeah, Starfleet. It's very Starfleet, and it was very, like... Okay, I guess, like... Though, are they even, like, a warp civilization? They have to be, because the... Well, I mean, the 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 human guy got there, yeah. And then also, yeah, they have the ship graveyard. So they have to have been a warp civilization, and the guy who came to them was from a warp civilization. Mm. So they are de facto, because they have touched warp technology. Okay. um, And both they actually seem way more advanced than anything that's ever shown again in Star Trek. Yeah, the plant people. I want them to bring plant people back. It's a cool yeah. idea. Yeah. It's a cool-ass idea. Yeah, more and plant people. Up. Yeah, fucking A. Yeah, you really only get to see them on, like, on like the animated stuff because it's like they have more, more ability to put, like, non-human, like, people who just aren't, like, have ridges on their nose. <laughs> right, like, yeah, I, I fucking, I really like what Prodigy is doing with aliens and yeah. alien design. It's really, yeah, really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the very end of this episode, we, we love, there's the, they recently, they've just been putting fucking cherries on top of these dog shit episodes. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but, but what if we put the best joke ever <laughs> and just put it at the very end of the episode? Mm-hmm. It's so good. So at the very end, Kirk says, uh, he, he says yes, Sulu to teach him the throw he did earlier on um, the fucking plant guy. And Sulu says he could, but to do it, you have to be inscrutable. And Kirk says, inscrutable, Sulu, you're the most scrutable man I know. <laughs> and then Sulu does a huge wink. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. It's so fucking corny and i love yeah love it so yeah. much i yeah. wish that's all these episodes were <laughs> we're like them making shitty jokes at the camera and then like facial expressions and that's the th- and i bet like that was so hard like you have to really give credit to william shatner because that was probably so hard for him to do a compliment george takai <laughs> so he's just like that, that, that took 50 takes but we finally got it he's like mr sue <laughs> <laughs> You're the most <laughs> scrutable man I know. <laughs> and he, he finally gets through it. Inscrutable, Sulu. You're the most scrutable man I know. You mother. <laughs> I swear to God, you and your family, I'm going to send you back. The yeah. only way they could get it is having William Shatner say all of those words, but out of order. <laughs> and they just, just, just had to edit it together. Like, all right. Good, good enough. <laughs> good enough. So, inscrutable Solo, you're <laughs> the most scrutable yeah. man I know. <laughs> <laughs>
That actually is not a bad. That kind of sounds like how he talks sometimes. Yeah, exactly. anyway, yeah. 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 We, we had no idea, but that's, that's actually what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would make more sense. Okay. Yeah, we didn't it's even notice. Context. Yeah. So that's the end of this episode. What did you think? I mean, it was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of dumb. Like, we have giant, giant Spock, giant Greek man, plant people, plant bats, uh-huh. and... Uh, yeah, it was it was like a weird mishmash. Like Walter Koenig, like he's got some thoughts in his brain. He definitely I'm, is. I'm not sure. That, should, should. that dude be thinking. <laughs> that dude be thinking. <laughs> that dude be thinking. And so you know, kudos to him making something weird. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of like the plant people and stuff. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we needed giant man thing. And also now that you know reference, you know that uh, what, like Spock two skeleton showed up in that collection, right, or something. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, it's the a, archaeology thing. Yeah, so it's like, um, so presumably at some point Spock two died. Yeah. Were, were they ever successful? We'll never know. I mean, the, uh, maybe there's a Spock three, Spock four. Oh skin. shit! Spock four skin. Oh my god! Yeah, there could be. There could. Be. Oh, there could be a Spock five. That's like the Jackson five, but just giant Spocks. <laughs> He's made up of the Jackson Five members. <laughs> He's sort of, it's like a big transfer or like yeah. a big like uh, Power Rangers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The thing they morph into. Yeah, when it's morphing time, <laughs> like they when they all five get together, then like a Spock head comes out the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep going. I'm almost yeah. finished. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, this this episode was fine. Yeah. I guess it was. It was like I liked some of the ideas. The execution was pretty clumsy. Yeah, it was pretty interesting to watch. Like, it just wish like they didn't have to pad out the episode so much. It doesn't seem like there was enough material there to. I feel like all of these episodes are super padded out. Yeah, like they they like did they all the like... voice recording and they're like, uh, we have like four and a half minutes of <laughs> yeah. dialogue. Yeah. So like most of the episode is bum 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 dun 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 dun, and then the bats <laughs> going more running. Bats. No. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely had to pad out some minutes there. Yeah. I didn't know the the animation didn't seem quite as dirty this time though. Yeah, it like the seemed, slides the actually didn't seem like they were like full of dog hair and shit. Which yeah. Which is interesting. And yeah, I noticed on like especially like a lot of these animated series episodes, they like to they do interesting stuff with like the alien architecture. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I feel they are get to be a little bit more creative with like the design of, of alien yeah, civilizations. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and we like that. That's that's always fun. Yeah, I really I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, and you know we like uh, James Doohan seems to get a lot of screen time in here comparatively to mm-hmm. the, you know like TOS uh, the yeah. original series, which is I think pretty fun. Yeah, it seems like pro- he's he's probably him and Yuhura and Majel Bear are probably the hardest working working people on this on this. Oh, one. absolutely. And yeah, and I'm I'm surprised they don't have Walter Koenig because you know <sighs> he could have been another guy doing double duty and shit. Yeah, dude had to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Eat pussy. Eat pussy. Probably was. Hell yeah. Eating that Russian pussy. <laughs> He's rushing to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker tastes like sauerkraut. <laughs> what? I don't know. Oh, that, that, that pussy tastes like borscht. Yeah, borscht. <laughs> like grandmother's borscht. <laughs> Not grandmother's pussy. That is very different. That tastes completely different. A <laughs> little bit more tangy. <laughs> no, got a little got a little dollop of sour cream on it. If you know what I'm talking about, 
No. <laughs> a dollop of Daisy. <laughs> um, right in the middle of that. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's a good place to leave it forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's burn this after we're done. Yeah. <laughs> and by specifically, I mean your apartment with us inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm worried about the other people in the apartment. They're you know fine. They're they fine. got smoke alarms and shit. They got smoke alarms. They got they got doors. They got yeah doors. That's the the most important part. When yeah, you where you got to escape. Yeah, what we we want to even attempt. No, <laughs> we'll lock the doors. We'll lock I'm, the I'm doors. gonna chain them. We'll barricade them. I'm gonna figure out a way to chain shut my sliding glass door. <laughs> it's gonna be the end of uh, midsummer. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'm gonna dress as a bear too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I guess with that, it is time for us to warp away. Thanks for hanging with the Soyagers. Yeah. Be well, travel safe, and as Soy Trek rule of Aslexition number four, six, three mm. says, ain't nothing but a G thing. Oh, it's true. It is true. All right. Well, thanks for checking with the soy boys, girls, and the worldly beans. Hang dong and shocker. Is it? <laughs> Is it though? Is it really excellent? <laughs> God, still thinking about that Spock too. Big old sweaty Vulcan dick. <laughs> I could see that. You could see that. I, I wanna. I wanna smell it. <laughs> oh, you're still recording. <laughs>